Hey, how's it going? Jocelyn here with the Meliora Mentor Podcast. If you're new here, Meliora means better in Latin, and I want to encourage a better you through taking small steps in thought and action. In motherhood and pregnancy, where we find more positivity by shifting our mindset. Thank you for joining me. Tuesdays, I do a pregnancy episode, and Friday, I do a motherhood mindset episode. Today is our pregnancy episode, and we are actually finishing up a little series that I've done on gestational diabetes. I myself have not had gestational diabetes, but I um, interviewed three moms who have had gestational diabetes. I interviewed one mom, Jacqueline, who was not able to control it through diet. I also interviewed a mom, Caitlin, who had it with twins, who also had to take some medication to help control it. And on today's episode, I interviewed a friend who was able to control it through um, diet and exercise. Now, not all women are going to be able to control their gestational diabetes through diet and exercise. So don't beat yourself up if you have to go on some medication. There is no harm in that, especially if it keeps mom and baby healthy and safe. I'm not here to be a doctor to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, and neither are these women. They're not here to be a doctor, but to provide information and insight. They might have ideas that can help you through their own experience and having to go through this difficult diagnosis. But always see your provider or your dietitian or nutritionist in these matters. So here is my interview with Tiara, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought and action. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining. Hey, it's Jocelyn. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have someone who I knew in high school, actually, and this is, I think, is this our first time connecting since high school? <laughs> like besides oh, yeah. social media? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is Tiara. And um, she has some experience with gestational diabetes. Will you tell us your story about gestational diabetes and how you dealt with that? Yeah. So I have two kids. I had my first kid when I was young. I was 21. Um, fairly healthy pregnancy up until right before delivery, ended up getting help syndrome. That's a different thing. But, um, then seven years later I had my second child. So I was 28 and I think they say gestational diabetes, your risk increases if you're over the age of 25. So I wasn't too surprised, but I'm like, I, I walk all day long for my job. I thought I was pretty healthy, but, um, I switched doctors halfway through this second pregnancy. So I was a little late getting diagnosed. I was probably diagnosed around 30 to 32 weeks. And then once I was diagnosed with that, they sent me actually to a nutritionist and they says meet with the dietitian. And she gave me some really good pointers and it, it was really good to know. I only had to meet with her once, but they had me keep track of my blood sugar levels up until meeting with her. It took about two weeks to get into her. 
And I took my numbers in with her and she looked over them and she's like, you're actually doing pretty good with controlling it. I mean, now you have some high numbers, but she gave me some really good tips to help control it through diet to try and help avoid medication. Um, so monitoring my blood sugar, I did, they told me to monitor it first thing in the morning. So it's a fasting glucose level. And then I can't remember if it was one hour after meals or two hours after meals, I could kind of do either, but, um, they said, um, so I just kept track of that for like two weeks every day. I was really religious about monitoring so I could give them the most accurate numbers. And then when I met with the dietitian, she looked over those, gave me a packet of recommended foods and diets, a lot of fruits and vegetables, um, portions of meat sizes, that kind of thing, kind of your typical, what everybody says, eat more fruits and vegetables than anything else. And, but was, what was really interesting with her is she said, um, for a snack. So she's like, just keep track of your carbs because carbs are the carbs and the sugars combined, just total carbs for your snacks and your meals. And for snacks, I had to keep it below 25 carbs total. And then for meals, it was less than 45. And she says, she's like, don't worry about how much fruit you eat. She says she's never seen anybody have high sugars with fruit itself. So she's like, don't worry about how many bananas you eat. Don't worry about any um, fruit, like eat as much fruit as you want. It's not going to affect your blood sugars. So I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Cause it's sweet. So I have a sweet tooth. So I'm like, I'll just eat a lot of fruit. And, um, so doing that, I just was really careful about how many I was looking at all of my labels and everything like that. And I stayed really, I tried my best. I mean, you know, you always, you can't be perfect with diet, but I tried my best to stay below 25 for snacks and 45 for meals. And, for the most part, my sugars were great. I was a little high here and there every once in a while, depending on, I mean, sometimes you have to have a cookie or sometimes you have to have, you know, something. So they were a little high every once in a while, but for the most part, they were, they were controlled and I never had to go on medication. So, wow, that is super neat that you didn't have to go to go on medication. Um, was it hard to transition to the less carbs and the less sugar, especially while being pregnant? Because sometimes well, I'm pregnant. I'm just wanting to eat everything. <laughs> was that difficult or did you find like thoughts or snacks that helped, helped you? Yeah, it, it was difficult. And that's why sometimes I'm like, Oh, I just, I'm going to have this, the higher carbs, you know, for a snack or something like that. I would kind of cheat. I'd let myself cheat a little bit because I didn't want to go crazy, but it was difficult. Um, I work in a hospital, so I would just go get, when I go get their meals, um, she, the dietitian just says, you know, if you're getting a meal at the hospital or the deli or whatever, she says, if they're serving it with rice, like substitute it with extra vegetables, or if they've got like a side of bread, or if it's on bread, just say no bread or no bun. So I was really careful with that. And I would just mix up to substitutions if I needed to, um, with like pasta and stuff, I would just have smaller portions and then eat, try to eat more vegetables, but it was difficult. I didn't really restrict what I was eating specifically. I would just change the portion sizes if I needed to. So oh, that, I love that. Cause I'm like, I love pasta. I love breads. So I would just try to just change my portion sizes up. So I'd have less of the carbs and then more of the fruits or vegetables. 
and that's kind of how I did it. Gotcha. And that, and it sounds like it worked for you. It was manageable. And you also get a lot of exercise. You said, do you think that played into it? Um, I think so. I think it helped. I mean, I'm standing and walking all day long. I'm a physical therapist assistant. So I'm like taking people through exercises. So I would actually do some exercises with the patients, try and help me get a little more exercise in. And then, you know, I'm stretching them. So I'm lifting limbs, legs, arms, that kind of thing. So it's not like a full on workout and I didn't get my heart rate up, but it was like walking and standing and all day long. So I think that did help. I'm still moving. Gotcha. When you found out about gestational diabetes, did it scare you or concern you or what were your thoughts? Especially where you had one that wasn't gestational diabetes first. A little bit. I was kind of, my first thought was like, oh my heck, I'm going to have to take medication and all this other stuff. And, but after meeting with the dietitian, she says, you can totally do this. Like it's totally controllable with diet. You just have to be aware of what you're eating. And that helped a lot. And then once I got in the routine, I just had to remember, like I would set alarms on my phone of like, I do it first thing in the morning. And then I always kept notes of what my, um, sugars were. And once I kept track enough, they said, just now just keep track of like one or two meals a day, like first thing in the morning. And then one or two, once I figured out that I could control it, then I would just check it every once in a while throughout the day. But I would set my alarm with like one hour after a meal, I got to go check my blood sugars. So I'd have to like, you know, if I'm in work, I'm like, give me five minutes, I'll be right back, you know? But so it was, it was an adjustment to get into that routine. But once you get the hang of it after like a week or so, it's, it wasn't too bad. Gotcha. So I have a question about the dietitian. Is that something extra you sought out or um, did the doctor suggest the dietitian? What, what was the routine there? Yeah. So my OB actually says, I want you to meet with the dietitian. And they sent a, like a referral or an order over to her. And then she called me to schedule. So it was kind of, it was them just set it all up through them. Gotcha. I didn't know if that was something like extra you had to go find, or if that was kind of included when you got or found out you had gestational diabetes. I think it's doctor dependent. Um, I think some of them would be like, I suggest you to go to meet with the dietitian and they leave it on you. But my doctor, he's, he's been great. I'm so glad I switched over to him, but he's like really proactive and says, I want you to do this. We'll set it up. She'll call you. And so that was really nice that I didn't have to try and seek one out. And who was I going to go to and try to find one? Cause sometimes they're not really available very easily. So, so it was awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's great to know. That's really great to know. Um, one concern that comes up with gestational diabetes is um, a common one that I've known is having a big baby. Did your baby, did you have a big baby? Did this affect the size of your baby or any insight there? I don't, I think so. I mean, my first one was like nine weeks early. So he was like three pounds, five ounces. He was teeny, teeny. So I didn't really know what to expect what my, like a normal size baby for me would be, but, um, she was eight pounds, three ounces. So she was a little bit bigger. And it was just funny when I delivered because the doctor's like, oh, she's bigger than I thought she was going to be. But I mean, (laughs) like she was like nine, 10 pounds, but she was definitely a little chunk from the very beginning. So gotcha. But she was born. What's really common, actually, 
um, with gestational diabetes, with babies that are born with gestational diabetes, mothers there, it's really common for their sugars to be low when they're, when they're first born. I don't know if you knew that. So first thing they did is they pricked the, um, her heel and her blood sugars were low. So they try to get them to eat like right away to get their sugars up and give them a little like glucose in their mouth, like started getting them on sugars and stuff. So her blood sugar was a little low for the first, I think it was like 24 to 48 hours, but then she normalized and she was fine. But Okay. And to clarify, you said they gave her like some glucose right off or did they like bottle or nurse her or what, what, what did they do to help that? Um, I think the first thing was the like glucose. It's just like the, it's just like a little thing they put in her mouth to get her to suck. And they did Mm. that. And then they tried to get her to eat right away. I tried to breastfeed, but I wasn't super successful. So she was eating formula like first thing in the hospital. So she was feeding often. I would try to breastfeed and then she would supplement with formula to get her sugars up. Um, Gotcha. So they did the, the glucose thing first. It wasn't just eating. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just like a preference, like I I'm, I'm think I'm remembering correctly, but I can't remember if it was try to eat first or the glucose or they did the glucose or the, the eating, but right away they do either one. I think. Gotcha. Get that in the baby to get them their sugars regulated again. And then it went, did it go away for you? The diabetes? Uh-huh. Yep. It did. I did for six weeks after. And I'll be honest, I was not as good at monitoring after postpartum for six weeks, the whole six weeks, but, um, it regulated actually pretty quickly. And the dietitian actually said, she says she's does, I don't, she's like, I don't know if I know anybody that has developed uh, type two diabetes after she says, I think I've seen everybody recover. Oh, that's great. That's really great. Gotcha. Nice. Um, well, before we close up, is there anything else insightful that you would like to share for moms who, um, are going through this? Any, any encouragements or last thoughts for gestational diabetes moms? Um, I think the biggest thing is I've been doing a lot of research on gut health in the last year and everything that I've researched through gut health that controls hormones and helps balance out hormones, depending on your gut health and how healthy your gut is. Um, also gut health helps, um, like it controls your insulin and everything like that. So what I've been doing is I've been really focusing on my gut health before, and I'm pregnant again. (laughs) And so this time around, I'm hopeful to prevent gestational diabetes, hopefully because I'm taking like probiotics and prebiotics and really focusing on my gut health to help, um, increase my insulin sensitivity to hopefully control all of that, but we'll see how it goes. I'm still very early on and we'll see. It's kind of like a science experiment on myself, but but I think just taking care of yourself before pregnancy, during, I mean, the first trimester, I think is the hardest to control like diet and stuff. Cause that's when your cravings are the worst. Usually I haven't had any, but I still love my sweets. So we'll see how yeah, it yeah. goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and Tiara does do She does. I'll put, uh, I'll have her give me a link. Um, if you're interested in gut health and some of the probiotics she, she takes, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, I've been taking their probiotics and it's helped my skin. 
or I feel like it has. So mm-hmm. anyways, thanks for joining us, Tiara, or Tiara, and we will talk again soon on our pregnancy podcast. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. So as you can see from the last three interviews, everybody kind of has a little bit of a different experience with gestational diabetes. I hope that this gives you some insightful information when you have to go through it yourself that can help you through this rough time and this hard diagnosis. Mama, you got it. And if you're having a hard time staying positive during this pregnancy, I offer a positive pregnancy program. I would lay on my couch and drown in negative thoughts about how much I hated being pregnant, how I hated being tired all the time and being sick and discouraged. And it was hard. And if you find it hard, but you want help finding positivity, I have created a self-led video program where you can find positivity. I will lead you through the exercises one to two minutes at a time in those videos, and it will help you to strengthen your mind during the, po- the hard time of pregnancy to find a more positive pregnancy. The link to that is in the show notes or on my Meliora Mentor website. You can find information there as well, and I will put link to that in the show notes as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking care of your body. Thank you for being the mom that you are and for shining the way that you are. We can all do this hard season together. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.